And what happens sometimes with couples is they get very frustrated because they want God's blessing, but they don't want to obey God's commands. And, um, and we started out that way, and then God rerouted us and put us back yeah, in blessing. Yeah, maybe explain that. We didn't start in a place that God yeah. was going to bless. When we dated, we were sleeping together before we were married, and that was not a place of God's blessing. We actually did harm um, to ourselves you know, emotionally through that um, that we had to work through and process later. And so, but when we step back into God's design for marriage and His timing for um, sexual activity inside the marriage, then we could see God directing us and God honoring that obedience. All righty, Mark and Grace here with the uh, Real Marriage Podcast. Hey, and what we're going to start doing is looking at marriages in the book of Genesis. Some of the most famous couples in the history of the world, Adam and Eve, Noah and his wife. Abraham and Sarah. Abraham and Sarah. Maybe we get into oh, Lot and that'll his be wife. Fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, Call well, her salty. <laughs> yeah, she is rather salty. Um, and uh, and I'm preaching through the book of Genesis at uh, Trinity Church, uh, where we lead together, and thought it would be fun to use some of the marriages in Genesis as a case study. If you'd like to... The good get, and the bad. The good and the bad. And there are both in Genesis. It's the most honest book ever written. And uh, we'd love to get a free resource in your hand. If you would uh, be willing to text the word Genesis to 99383, we'll send you a free digital study guide in the beginning. And it's a study of Genesis 1 through 14. And so if you'd allow me to help you learn the book of Genesis, I'd love to do so. Just text Genesis to 99383. So the first married couple we're going to deal with in uh, six or seven episodes, starting with this first one, is Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve, first marriage in the history of the world, had to be rough. I mean, no marriage resources, no marriage examples, can't ask your friends, you can't download the XO app and try and figure out what to do with your crazy spouse. <laughs> they did have access to God. Well, for 15 or 20 <laughs> minutes till they blew the whole thing. Um, but what's really interesting is we read this in Genesis 1, and, and I'll just read it to you, and this will be our conversation, and God bless them. Mm. Amen. So our question today is, how can you have a marriage that's blessed by God? And what we would tell you is, more than money, more than security, more than anything, God's blessing is the most important thing. Mm -hmm, and if you were going to lose everything but one thing, his blessing would be the one thing you'd want to hold on to. Mm -hmm. And here's the good news. They didn't ask God for his blessing. He just blessed them. He's just good. And it's interesting because God apparently likes to bless marriages. He blessed the first one. And then God said to them, so God blesses us and he speaks to us because mm -hmm. God cares about our marriage and he wants to speak into our decisions. Yeah. God tells them, be fruitful, multiply, have dominion. And then God saw everything he'd made and behold, it was very good. So the big idea is that God likes to bless us, that God wants to speak to us in our marriages. And uh, if we do what God says, uh, things are good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so when it comes to the theme of blessing, it's introduced here, and it's one of the great themes of the book of Genesis. A blessing appears uh, around 400 times in the Bible, about 80 times in Genesis. And blessing is the most uh, dominant in any book of the Bible in Genesis. So God speaks it's a theme. In, it's a, theme. It's mm -hmm. a mega theme in Genesis. Some would say that that is the theme of Genesis. 
And uh, God's blessing is literally his life-giving power. Mm. And your marriage can't make it without God's blessing. And so sometimes in Genesis, uh, it's God's presence is a blessing. Mm. That God doesn't get you around something, but he goes through it with you. Children are a blessing throughout Genesis. Mm -hmm. Uh, Possessions. Sometimes God just generously shows up and provides. Long life is a blessing in Genesis. Friends are a blessing. The ability to persevere and prevail are a blessing. And so I want to have this conversation with you, honey. Um, What are some of the most significant ways that you have seen God just show up and bless our marriage? Well, he's taught us a lot about each other and blessed us with wisdom in those areas. He's blessed us with five amazing children and taught us how to parent them along the way. He's blessed us with places to live when we couldn't afford (laughs) what we have, Um, but he just blesses us and hands us something. Literally, it feels like that. Um, He's blessed us with people in our life. Um, He's blessed us with the ability to do ministry and love people and serve people um, and just continued ability to um, be married for almost 30 years. Yeah. Yeah, And as you look back on it, um, I think it's really important for a married couple. And then when you have children to do the same for them, and that is to look back and to literally just make note, maybe even Mm -hmm. keep a journal of God's blessing. Yeah. Because, Every marriage has a hard season. There are difficult days. There are there are moments that we're just sort of filled with fears. We look into the future like, how is this going to work? How are we going to make it? And we've had those seasons. But the one thing that we've learned is just the faithfulness of God. And, and that God, God started blessing us very early in the marriage. Mm-hmm. I don't know, as you look back, we were married at 21. God's blessing in our marriage started very early. So can you think back of any specific ways? Uh, I'm thinking about your Subaru. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, he blessed us to begin with, with an amazing pastor in the first days of when you got saved and when... um, That church was a blessing. Mm -hmm. It was huge. It set us up with a foundation um, just in every way with the God's word and relationally that it was just incredible. Yeah. My my first pastor was a is a a wonderful Mm -hmm. man, a solid Bible guy, loving. um, He taught you how to teach and study the Bible. He taught me how to study the Bible, Mm -hmm. and he he taught me a lot about marriage Mm -hmm. and family. And the Mm -hmm. things that he taught me when I was in college, Mm -hmm. um, now that we have kids that are in college, Mm -hmm. I'm still living in light of those teachings. And so... Yeah, sometimes God's people are a blessing. A good church is a blessing. A good Bible teaching pastor is a blessing. Uh, Yeah, financial provision. You mentioned the Subaru. We literally didn't have money. I was working full-time. You were working part-time, and we were starting the church with your other part-time or full-time job. And it was crazy. It was months we literally couldn't, couldn't make our rent. No, we couldn't pay the heat. Um, we were, you know, I was frugal. Thankfully God gave me that, but I mean, it was hard. We were very, um, very, very poor 
And but we weren't complaining about it. We no, were just trying to well, we figure were used out to be in poor. Yeah, it wasn't, <laughs> we, we, we had a lot of experience. It yes, wasn't like we, did. we were loaded and we then did. lost everything. No, yeah. no. But we, you know, we had to get creative, and that's okay. But God would show up in ways with the Subaru. We had I had an old Subaru um, wagon, and we lived on a narrow street, and people would hit it. Uh, and they would just dent it because we were on such a narrow street and they would come up to the door and hand us cash. And <laughs> there were multiple months yeah. that we made our rent because yeah. the Subaru got dented. Yeah. And nobody does that today, but they literally would come up and, oh, I'm so sorry. Here's, you know, a couple hundred bucks to fix it. We never fixed it because we didn't care and no, didn't. I didn't want to live in the Subaru. No, ever. no. Yeah, we need and to pay so, the rent. <laughs> but it was just one of those things that God used. I mean, we had traveler's checks. I don't even know if anybody knows what those are anymore, but traveler's checks put under our doormat by an anonymous person in the exact amount of our heating bill. And nobody knew what that was except us. So, I mean, just the ways that when you're saying, okay, God, we're we're in this and we need help and we want to be faithful and we know you're already faithful. So what does that look like? I mean, he just provided and blessed us in so many big and little ways. So the, the opposite of blessing, um, being cursed. Mm-hmm. And the key to living a blessed life is living in the place that God blesses. Yes. And God doesn't bless people, he blesses places. Meaning if God commands something in his word and you live under his authority and you're, you know, sincerely trying to obey, none of us is perfect, but your heart's desire is like that's what the Lord said and that's what I'm trying to do. God is a God who blesses those who seek to be under his word in obedience. Mm -hmm. And what we see here in Genesis 1, sin hadn't entered the world. No one and no thing had rebelled. And so God blessed and everything was good and there was flourishing and there was provision and there was abundance until sin came. Mm -hmm. And once you stop obeying God, you now are walking away from the place that God blesses and you're going into a place that is cursed, meaning it's it's not a place that God is going to to aid, to help, to to participate in. Because he knows harm comes outside of his blessing. That's it. That When God says something, it's for our good. It's kind of mm-hmm. like with the kids. If you tell them not to do something, it's not because you're trying to restrict their freedom, but because you're trying to preserve their well-being. Yes. And God's a father. And so when he says, hey, do this, don't do that, if your heart's desire is trying to do what the Father says, then he pours out blessing. Mm -hmm. And what happens sometimes with couples is they get very frustrated because they want God's blessing, but they don't want to obey God's commands. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, And we started out that way, and then God rerouted us and put us back in blessing. Yeah, maybe explain that. We didn't start in a place that God was going to bless. When we dated, we were sleeping together before we were married, and that was not a place of God's blessing. We actually did harm um, to ourselves you know, emotionally through that, um, that we had to work through and process later. And so, but when we step back into God's design for marriage and his timing for um, sexual activity inside the marriage, then we could see God directing us and God honoring that obedience. We had a season of our life where we wouldn't have made it without God's blessing. 100%. Unless God showed up to take care of us and our family and our future, I mean, it was it was a very difficult season, most mm-hmm. difficult season of our catastrophic. Life. Yeah. yeah, I'd say catastrophic. Mm-hmm. And so, um, 
we felt called, we, we felt that God spoke to us. And just mm-hmm. like here, God speaks to Adam and Eve. And one of the things you learn as you go through Genesis, God's got a lot to say. Yes. Sometimes he speaks through an angel. Sometimes he speaks directly. Sometimes he speaks through a person. Sometimes he speaks through a dream or a vision. God's or a very, bush. Or a bush. <laughs> yeah, once you get to Exodus. So God gets creative in how he communicates. But God spoke to us and told us, uh, kind of like uh, he's going to later in Genesis with Abraham and Sarah, like, hey, it's time to move and go and reset to a place I will show you and you'll see when you get there. And mm-hmm. so for us, we moved across the country mm-hmm. and it was like, we don't have a job. We don't have a house. We got kids in elementary school, middle school, high school, college. We don't have a school. Moved away from all of our extended family. All of our extended family. We, you know, we don't have a, a circle of friends. We don't have a church, like nothing. Mm-hmm. Like on paper, nothing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we packed up and we moved and then a huge cedar tree fell on our home. It split our bed down the middle on a Saturday morning. We would be dead mm-hmm. if we were still there. Yes. And now we can't even buy a home because our equity is tied up in a home that just got destroyed and we've got to rebuild it. And so it's it's cataclysmic. I mean, we're in a VRBO uh, I, you know, there was something wrong with it. It, just, it smelled like Satan's breath. It was terrible. The kids called it the stinky camp house because it felt like we were camping. And, um, and so in that season, I remember just sitting there with you thinking, how does this work? Yeah. What, how is there possibly a way like, forward? Like how our house is destroyed with our stuff in it in another state. No viable income moving forward. No job, no church, no family, no friends no clue. And I'm a planner. And I, I, all I got is a blank sheet of paper. That was how many years ago now? Almost seven. Almost seven. Well, it was seven. Like seven-ish years ago. Because we moved almost seven years ago. So we started looking at this <laughs> no plan. <laughs> and, uh, and we wouldn't recommend it to anyone. No. Unless God tells you to no. do something like that, please don't do it. Because yes. again, he only blesses what he commands. Mm-hmm. And so oftentimes we go to the Lord and we're like, Lord, here's my plan. Bless it. And he's like, I don't bless your plan. I bless my plan. <laughs> you need to hear from me and obey me and then I'll bless my plan. And um, what does God's blessing look like in the last seven years for us? Well, it looks like a church. A great church with people we mm-hmm. absolutely love. They're the dearest people. Yep. Friends. Great friends. Um, provision. He gave Supernatural. A, he gave us a home that works incredibly for our family. Um, yeah, I mean, he surrounded us with people, places, and things that we never would have imagined he could have done, especially so quickly. Um, I mean, it wasn't without some work and um, toil on our part, but it. he just, he kept opening a door and sending encouragement and directing our path. And we just kept walking through each door. And sometimes there was only one and that was okay. Um, And he helped us, you know, heal up. That was a blessing and um, granted us forgiveness and allowed us to be able to forgive. And it's just, yeah, everywhere we turn, there was a blessing from the Lord. And now we look back and think our whole lives were recreated in the last seven years from the ground up. And we clung to God the whole way. And like you said, we couldn't have done it without a relationship with the Lord, 
we would have given up. I mean, it just, it, it didn't look viable. Um, but God, we followed God's first command to be released and we just kept walking in yeah. every direction that he kept telling us, not perfectly, but um, just utilizing the wisdom that he taught us from our past and walking in faith for our future. He, yeah, he's blessed every, every part of it. The kids all. They all love and walk with Jesus. They all have a plan of for moving forward in their future they with the Lord. They all got great school. They mm -hmm. all got great friends. They have mm -hmm. incredible support. Yeah. And, you know, it says in the scriptures, you know, your word is a light unto my feet and a lamp under my path. And it's, it's, it's not high beams, mm -hmm. you know, it's a, One it's a lantern. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you're walking in the dark with a lantern, you get one or two steps mm -hmm. is about all you can see. Mm -hmm. And I'm the guy with like, you know, high beams, <laughs> good high beams on the Bronco. And I, I appreciate them, <laughs> but that's not a faith walk. A faith walk is just, Lord, what are you saying? And what's the next step? Mm -hmm. And so your walk with God as a couple is really like, just trying to figure out what's the next step. Mm -hmm. And it is, I would say that this, the seven most recent years of our life have had the most intense, consistent, condensed blessing of our entire lives. And we've, God's blessed us in the past. He's been very gracious Absolutely. to us. We've had some wonderful seasons and people and things we're exceedingly grateful for. But the way that God has blessed us, I mean, internally just with peace and joy in the spirit and externally with people and relationships and support and provision. I mean, we're in a studio that's incredible. We got a church building that we mm -hmm. bought that's incredible. Mm -hmm. God supernaturally provided a home in a miraculous way, as well as the church. And, mm -hmm. and, and God has taken care and he's blessed all the kids. Mm -hmm. And, and as we get together as a family, um, one of the things that we have always done since the kids were little especially over dinner, is I'll always ask, who's got any thankful prayers? And all mm -hmm. thankful prayers are is just naming and uh, recognizing God's blessing. Yes. And I think it is perfectly well and good to make your requests known to God. Paul says that in, uh, I think it's in Philippians, to make your requests known to God. But before you make your requests known to God, uh, you should thank God for his blessings. Yeah. And um, yeah, and so for us, I guess uh, the story of Adam and Eve is, uh, it started with God's blessing. And as long as they were obeying God, they lived in this place of blessing. They had dominion over everything. The only thing they couldn't do was eat of the tree of the knowledge there of good and evil. There was one thing they thing. could do. And so instead of focusing on all the blessing they had, they focused on the deception that the enemy came in eventually to tell them that they could be like God. They already were made in his image and likeness. And so it is so important to focus on the blessing and even to see our trials in light of our blessings because we know that God is good. So how do we get through our trials? By looking at how good God is and that he will get us through that, but that we are have lives full of blessing. And also when you make a decision, and this would be our practical exhortation. So first would be uh, for you as a married couple, just spend some time, just God, Gratitude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit, bring to mind the blessings mm -hmm. that we have enjoyed. Mm -hmm. And and the truth is, if you start to articulate the blessings, actually, it can go a lot longer than, than you, you would think. have expected. Yeah. And so every week I like to do a prayer hike and my hike in the mountains. On the way in, I pray 
thankful person, which is things I'm grateful for mm-hmm. and blessings in my life that I am appreciative of. And then on the way out, I pray requests mm-hmm. and here's things that I'm asking the Lord for. And what I find is I never, um, I never run out of things to thank God for his blessing um, on the hike. It's mm-hmm. there, there's never a free moment. Mm-hmm. I can fill every moment of the hike in with things I'm grateful for. And it's good for you as a couple to, to spend some time just really remembering, celebrating, maybe even journaling out God's blessings. And if you have children to share those with your children, because those stories of God's blessing, um, it encourages them and their Absolutely. faith walk and in their future. Yeah. And then when you've got a big decision to make, oftentimes a couple will ask, um, you know, what's going to work? Uh, what's the least risky? Uh, what's got the highest upside? Uh, what would be the most comfortable? I, we would submit to you the most important thing to make uh, in regards to every decision is what will God bless? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you if you ask the question, where or what would God bless? And if you put yourself under his authority and you seek his will through his word and other ways that he reveals, and you put yourself in the place that God blesses, you're inviting him to do supernatural things mm-hmm. for your marriage, for your family. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the good news in Genesis is God likes to bless, mm-hmm. you know, Absolutely. and, and, uh, and I think so oftentimes, I mean, for me, like I like to run scenarios. I like to do strategic planning. Yeah. I, pros I like and cons run, are good I, to consider I like all of that. Mm-hmm. But ultimately there are just certain times you're like, you know, I don't want to forgive that person, but is God going to, is he going to bless bitterness? No, nope. God, I, I, I just feel tired and lazy today and I, I don't want to do this, but is, is he, is he going to bless laziness? You yeah. know? And so, um, our encouragement to you would be as a married couple, you've got to find God's will. You've got to agree on it. You've got to walk in it. And then you'll be in the place that God blesses. Mm-hmm. And what's amazing about God's blessing, um, it's it's kind of shocking to me in our life how when we try to do what the will of the Lord is, how quickly and faithfully he shows up to bless. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like he's incentivizing and encouraging, hey, those were good steps. Keep yep. going in that direction. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What do you think have been um, the biggest blessings in our whole marriage? As you look back, you're like, I just know that God is real because that happened. I mean, for me, I think of the birth of our five children and it says that children are a blessing Mm -hmm. and the fact that we get to be parents Mm -hmm. and there are days that your children are exhausting and Mm -hmm. overwhelming, but they're your blessing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the fact that they all love and walk with Jesus is huge. Um, I mean, I know as a mom, I, I fell short many times of parenting well and crying out to the Lord, not knowing what to do (laughs) in certain situations and um, just to see what he's done with each of their lives. They're each very unique. They each love the Lord individually. Um, They both want to serve the Lord in different ways. Um, That's been incredible to me because I never, I mean, with five kids, I never knew that, you know, God would be so faithful in that. I wanted him to be, but um, just to see how he's done that and how he's shaped each of them. And and like I said, too, just being able to be married. I mean, almost 30 years, that's a long 
time. You don't hear. Especially being married to me. That is, that's <laughs> you like don't dog hear years. of that's that like much. 210 years. <laughs> we both have our challenges along the way, but it just, yeah, it's incredible to be able to be a testimony of that and to help others, like even on this podcast, to say, stick in there, keep working things through, keep looking, Do toward, the right listen thing. to be the in Lord. The place that God mm-hmm. blesses. And yep. it's interesting because people who don't really know the Lord's blessing, they're like, I got so lucky. <laughs> you know, it's just, it was so crazy. I was in the right place at the right time. the right time. place at the right time, or <laughs> karma must have shined on me, yeah. or the universe must have smiled at me, or, yeah. you know, what a coincidence. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it's yeah, the blessing it's of the, the Lord. Lord. And so our our encouragement to you as a couple would be twofold. So your your assignment is just spend some time reminiscing, remembering um, God's blessing and the people and things in life that you're just grateful for. And number two, if you've got some decisions to make, and probably we all do, just continually seek to find God's will as a couple and ask, what would he bless? Mm -hmm. What could God get behind? What would God be supportive of? What would God pour out grace on? What would the Holy Spirit show up for and try and live in that place? And you'll be shocked at what happens. And we would tell you, um, if you've got something that you'd even like us to be in prayer for, or maybe a good story you'd like us to potentially even share, just send it to hello at realfaith.com and we'll be praying for you. And if you share some good news, we'll be celebrating with you. Why don't you just pray for their uh, homework exercise and conversation, baby? Oh, dear Lord, thank you that you truly do bless us and that we don't deserve any of it, but that you give us the opportunity to walk in wholeness and blessing with you. So, Lord, I pray that these couples listening would seek you, that they would seek your will, um, that they wouldn't just seek you for blessing, but that they would seek you because you are a blessing. Um, And, Lord, that you would give them wisdom in their decisions and help them to remember all the amazing things that you do in and through them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.